Through the years, many have asked the proverbial question, why me? It is difficult to understand with our limited understanding of the reasons behind suffering. We may have also asked, isn't there an easier way for God to accomplish his purposes in my life? And if God desires my happiness and well-being, why is there the need for suffering? In the Old Testament, we read of a man named Job who endured such hard sufferings that perhaps you and I will never know in our entire lifetime. He was a God-fearing man who walked in the way pleasing to God. God himself referred to Job as his servant and that there was none like him on the earth, a blameless and righteous man who feared God and shunned evil. God had blessed Job in every area of his life. He was a very wealthy man, having seven sons and three daughters, which in that day spoke of his affluence. Job was also a man of prayer, seeking God's favor as he interceded regularly for his family. He was the type of man who was ready to help the less fortunate and a loyal friend in time of need. In time, however, Job would undergo such severe suffering that in his day many believed would only happen to the very wicked. He lost his children and everything he owned in one day. God had also given the devil permission to strike him without taking his life. He gave him painful boils, open and festering sores all over his body that became putrid so that he caked his skin with worms and dust as he sat in the garbage dump. All who saw what became of him despised him. When his closest friends came to comfort him, they instead judged and condemned him, accusing him of hidden sin as the reason for his suffering. Even his wife advised him to curse God and die. How lonely Job must have felt in his hour of great need. And worse than all of this was God's silence, for he uttered not a word to Job. He felt forsaken by God. It was difficult to understand why God would allow a righteous man to suffer. Job, like many of us today, viewed suffering as a tragic waste. But God states in Isaiah 55 verses 8 through 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Therefore, we must all deal with the fact that God does not always act the way we think he should act. He doesn't expect us to understand, but just to trust in him. We must ask ourselves, can the finite understand the infinite? The Apostle Paul said, how great is God's wisdom and knowledge. How impossible it is for us to understand his decisions and his ways. Job was not part of the discussion between God and Satan in the first two chapters of the book of Job. The devil accused God of blessing Job and all he had as the reason Job remained loyal to him. 
God would show Satan all of God's heavenly host that Job will remain faithful and not curse God. For God was at work in Job accomplishing his purposes. Through most of his suffering, Job cried out to God in the bitterness of his soul, asking several times why, addressing his complaints to God. Even when God remained silent, Job kept praying. We often give up too easily when we haven't heard from the Lord. Job experienced a gamut of emotional outbursts. But we, unlike Job, have the scriptures that bring us comfort and assurance that God is in control as it helps us gain a little better understanding of his purposes. Job's sin, however, was that he demanded an answer from God. But in reality, God does not owe us anything. He asked for an explanation why he was treating him as an enemy. Job, because of his severe suffering, developed a distorted view of God. At first, he praised God and accepted adversity from God's hand as he accepted the good. But after prolonged suffering that included painful physical affliction, he felt as though God's heavy hand was upon him. He believed God hated him and had betrayed him, tearing him in pieces, setting him as a target, and failing to show compassion. Job desired a mediator, someone who could stand in the gap between him and God. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul stated, we have a mediator between God and man who pleads always on our behalf before the throne of God the Father, and his name is Jesus Christ. Have you been feeling like Job lately because of your suffering? The Bible states that in all our affliction, God also suffers when we undergo times of affliction as any parent would in seeing their children suffer. God does not look away or show little regard for our suffering. He does not hide his face, but hears us when we cry out to him. Keep in mind, God always has a greater purpose. He is fulfilling in our lives. Few hours before his death, Jesus asked while praying at the Garden of Gethsemane if it were possible to let the cup of suffering pass from him, but followed it by saying, Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. The example Jesus set for us in his prayer was his willingness to do the Father's will, even if it meant death on the cross, which included the more severe part of his suffering to be forsaken by the Father. He did this so that we would never suffer the same plight. Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him as he died, taking the penalty of our sins upon himself, providing the only way for us to come back to God. The real question we should then ask is, am I willing to endure suffering so that God can accomplish his plan for my life? We don't know how long Job endured his suffering, 
But God revealed himself to Job amid a storm and a whirlwind, which is a picture of God meeting us in our darkest storm. After God's long discourse, Job understood he could not comprehend God's power and wisdom or know the full extent of his providential care for all his creatures. He realized he understood very little of why God permits suffering in the lives of his children. God never answered Job's questions. Job had to accept that there are things that God in his wisdom leaves unanswered. In the end, Job in humility acknowledged that his ears had heard of God, but now his eyes saw him. God's presence and the powerful revelation of himself changed Job. God had not forsaken Job, but was with him even when Job accused him of acting wrong towards him. The Lord understood Job, spoke out of the depths of his grief and suffering. Perhaps we will never receive an answer to our question, why me, God? Because we may need to learn to accept and understand that God may desire just to deepen our faith and trust in him in those dark times when he seems to be silent. According to Charles Spurgeon, there may be many reasons God allows suffering to happen in our lives. One may be to show us his power in and through our situation during times of severe trial. Another reason may be to make us more like Christ. Perhaps it may be to reveal secret sin that will cause greater damage in the future. Or he may use our suffering to humble us so that we can become more dependent on him. Whatever the reason, our response to each of these should be one of quiet surrender, trusting that God will always do what is right on our behalf as he works all things out for our good and for his glory.